Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2402. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. You'll never guess where I am today. I am south of Sao Paulo in Brazil in a beautiful beach community called Peruíbe. My guest will say that much better than I can say it. His name is Luis Viega. Luis, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? Okay, thank you, Mark. Thank you very much uh, for this opportunity to talk with you. Uh, I like very much your uh, your program, your stuff. Huh? Well, thank you. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice idea. And uh, because just because the automotive industry and the cars are so important for us uh, in a whole thing, uh, uh, because they are, as I say always, uh, the car is the most sophisticated product that one person can buy. A normal person. Millionaires, maybe they can buy big planes. Normal people can buy a car, and this product is the most sophisticated product that you can buy. Inside of a car, you have all kinds of processes, all kinds of materials, and everything has to be done in a perfection, in a millimetric perfection. And there is this question of the security, everything is done to protect the human being inside. So, this is so beautiful. It also has a society importance. How many jobs are generated by, by the cars and everything that around there. And for me, it's always very nice to talk about cars because this is, this is my life. Absolutely. You've had a, a long and fruitful life around that. And I'm going to give uh, our listeners here a little introduction so they have a, a bit of an idea of who I'm speaking with today. But before I do that, Louise, I always like to ask my guests this question. What's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you? Okay. Yeah, I have a lot of followers, for example, and, uh, but they always follow me because of the cars, mainly. Also because I am a fine artist and uh, uh, it's related with visual arts and design. But uh, what not anybody knows or the most of people don't know is that I am also a musician. I like to play guitar and uh, I did it during all my life because in the beginning of my life I had a decision to take is I would be for the music or for the drawing mm. or painting. And I had to decide this. But I studied music from the beginning of my life. Today, I am again studying jazz guitars. Nice. I love it. And uh, this is something not anybody knows about. Well, there you go. I've had many, many people on the show from the automotive world that are musicians. So that's something that uh, is quite interesting and seems like a lot of people are into it. Uh, I grew up playing the guitar as well. So there you go. Let me give you an introduction here and we will talk about this interesting life you have. Luis Viega is an automotive designer. He's a fine artist. And as we've heard, he's a musician. 
as well. His long career includes working at General Motors Brazil, Volkswagen, Chrysler, and he worked as a professional marketer, illustrator, a stylist, a senior designer, a director of design, and as a member of the Volkswagen Design Group in Germany. Luis has worked in numerous design studios around the world, including Sao Paulo, Wolfsburg, and Berlin in Germany, Detroit, Italy, China, Mexico, and the United States. He was awarded with the IF Design Award in Germany, and today, among the many projects he's developing, he's working on an exotic electric vehicle for AQUAM, a United States startup. We're going to learn a lot more about Luis and his life, but first a word from our sponsors, so give them a little love, and we'll be right back. Buckle up. Years ago, when it was time to renew my collector car insurance policy, my carrier's rates went up way up, but my usage was the same and I never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. So what's with that? So I turned to American Collectors Insurance. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? Then it's time to look around and call American Collectors Insurance. I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, I'm glad I did. I saved hundreds of dollars every year and slept better at night knowing my baby was properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provided me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by their history of taking great care of their clients. What could be better than that? So give them a call and ask for a quote today. 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did with American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. For several years now, you've heard me talk about Linkage Magazine. I've been a subscriber since the start. Their talented and creative team brings you a spectacular publication and website that shares the automotive passion from a worldwide perspective. Linkage is about driving, restoring, collecting, and firsthand experience at collector car auctions and more. They bring you real-world values plus rational, experienced opinions on the current markets. They cover the automotive world and the people who share our passions. And Linkage Magazine has grown, mailing you six issues annually. Join me on this journey with Linkage. They're geared for the automotive life. You can subscribe at LinkageMag.com. Did you know that Cars Yeah! is in the top 1% of all podcasts based on listenership, according to Lipson? the premier RSS feed for podcasts in the United States. That's right. Plus, DuPont Registry recommended Cars Yeah! is one of their top 10 car podcasts for you to enjoy. Cars Yeah! has experienced tremendous growth, plus your ads are evergreen, meaning they never go away. And more and more listeners find Cars Yeah! every day for their daily dose of automotive inspiration. Do you want to expose your brand to a highly targeted list of automotive enthusiasts in a very unique in very personal way, well, I can help you. Contact me, Mark Green, at mark at carsyad.com or through the website at carsyad.com today to learn more. So, Luis, uh, I want to go back in time a bit of how this all started with this career you've had. Seems like you've worked everywhere. You've worked for numerous different companies. You've done so many different things. But where did this all begin? Where did your passion for design and art and music, when did it all start? Yeah, uh, everything starts with my father. And my father was a big man. Big man, but uh, he was a so simple person. He was designer. At that time, he was architect, 
he was also a musician. He played young times, he played a lot. And uh, he's, he teach me since I was three years old. I was, he was an office, he has an office in, in, in our house and he work at night there. So I work it with him and I start working with him. So I learned the technical drawing very early because of him. So after this, he also understood my necessity to stop with the normal school very uh, when I was 14 years old. And he allowed me to go to a technical school that was promoted by General Motors. And I started there as a, a technical modeler, apprentice, or how you say, as a trainee, a trainee. Yeah, that's it. And this was so important for me because there I learned how to interpret technical models, how to do technical models, how to produce models. At that time we worked with wood and then uh, also to take copies of this model, the process complete. And we were six months in the school and six months inside of the company. So with this age, 14 years old, I was inside of the engineering, I was inside of the tool make, inside of the company, the Volkswagen, uh, General Motors company. Uh, I work in the production line, so I, I learned the car since very early. And then the late, I, mean, I became a technical illustrator. We illustrate assembly manuals or, uh, you know, uh, this was this explosion, the drawing, of where you design all the, the, the parts, how it used in the assembly, instruction manual. So I work in the, in the engineering of General Motors and also in, for the product planning in Volkswagen. This was the beginning. I was not a designer until then. And then I moved to Chrysler to Brazil. And there I was already a stylist, car stylist Chrysler to Brazil. Can you imagine this? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, yes, it's difficult to, um, to, to believe on that. Anyway, uh, maybe I am too fast. <laughs> another, uh, another big influence was my uncle that lives, that was our neighbor. This guy was a chef production of General Motors. Wow. And he, be he became at home at night. We have the same garage, Patio. And he come home with Impalas, Bel Airs. So I could not, you cannot imagine, in Sao Caetano do Sul, there is the, the company, in the end of the world, in my garage I had an Impala, brand new. Wow. For me, as a, as a kid, this was so, so strong. And I said, I like to do this. <laughs> I like to produce cars like this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, spaceships in the time. What are the real spaceships? We had, the only car we had in Brazil was the Beetle. The very beginning little small cars from, from General Motors was Chevette. Oh yeah. A little car that came for I think came from Europe. But uh, yes, I had this opportunity from the beginning. So it sounds like from that time, I mean, you started so young at the age of 14 and then evolved into becoming a designer. And then it sounds like you took off and started working. You mentioned Volkswagen. 
ended up working all over the world. Were you working for General Motors and Volkswagen and Chrysler? Or were you just working for all these different types of manufacturers? Yeah, it's very interesting. And, and lately, uh, in Volkswagen, when I was already a designer of Volkswagen here in Brazil, Volkswagen and Ford, they did a joint venture. It's called Auto Latina. And uh, I was in Germany. My boss, director of the studio, calls me, come back to Brazil immediately. So I took the, the, the plane back and he, he asked me, are you able to design a Volkswagen over a platform of the sport, escort, for the escort? I said, what? <laughs> what do you say? Because of financial problems in Brazil, the market also very, very bad. So the two companies joined. And uh, we, f- we joined with the studio of the Ford studio. We worked together in one, one same studio. It was very interesting. We have two studios in one. And then, uh, then I learned also a lot because I could learn how the, the American guys plan a car. This was uh, what Volkswagen didn't have in Brazil. The Americans were much more systematic and more, more, more cold in the decisions, and the, the German guys were always drive by the technology. The number one Volkswagen always was an engineer. Dr. Pich, during decades, was an engineer, engineer. and so Winterkorn, this big person, Winterkorn was the number one of the group Volkswagen. Group Volkswagen means 12 brands. I had no idea that these different manufacturers collaborated that way because here in the States, you know, everything is so separated, competitive amongst them. But to have them operate that way is quite interesting. What kind of challenges did that create in trying to design cars? You cannot imagine the challenge because uh, there was a lot of fights, not not with the, the... Work, work level, but in the directory level, fights, fights, incredible fights. And everything was done for not to work good. Can you imagine? The escort drawings were in inches. Yeah. And we work in centimeters. Yeah, metric, sure. <laughs> it, it, only to start. <laughs> it, it, it was really another world. Huh. But it was very, very interesting. It was more related uh, at the beginning with Europe uh, Ford mm-hmm. because uh, we did some tests there and uh, we did develop some models. This was the Logos and Pointer, where cars, Brazilian Volkswagen cars, done over the platform of the S. And Ford has the two cars, B classes, that we had the Santana platform. Santana is a big big class, a bigger car, mm-hmm. and Ford didn't have at that time. So they changed the platform. Volkswagen gives the B class to Ford, and Ford gives the A class for A class for us, because Volkswagen didn't have an A class car. That is similar to Golf. Oh, no sure. Golf. Yes. Yeah, this is an A class. So it was so incredible. 
<laughs> wow. And during all this time, for example, in this time in Alto Latina, one, uh, in Italy, we work in the Ghia studio. The Ghia studio was very famous. Huh? Ghia yes, studio in Italy. of course. Yes. But for the both, this, this studio and today is an advanced studio for Ford. Uh, nowadays, and that time also, uh, when we I, we went there to do the cars, was already from Ford. They didn't like to give us the, the, the drawings because we are Volkswagen, and they they don't like to give all the drawings, all the information of, of the car for us. So they give all the drawings to be a design, and we went to Italy to produce the models there, models. And this is the main, I would say, a little bit cut here. To talk about what we did, what is important in design is not the, the, the drawings. Drawings are nothing, just the start. Right. And those people that think that the designer is to be in the table doing drawings, this is completely wrong. We have to be at that time, at that time. Today is completely different. But at that time, we have to stay around the model because. We have to translate the paper drawing in a physical mode. And we had no one electronic facility. Everything was done by hand. Wow. Everything. All the technical drawings, all the models were sculptured by hand. Wow. And we take to make the symmetrization of this model was really it's, it's unbelievable that we did it. We took points in surface to one side, and then we take it. We took two days to have all the points, and then we transfer these points to the other side, point by point, and the point, and then cleaning the surface until you arrived <laughs> to the point. It, it was fantastic. Wow. Well, times they have changed, right? <laughs> yeah. And you see, I passed the change of the analog way to produce a car to the digital way to produce a, produce mm. a car. Nowadays, I produce cars for USA electric cars. I do it in Atlantic Forest in my house in Brazil. So I can do it alone here. When I need a technical advice or something like this, I just ask the guy in one of these uh, resources that we have today, and we have a meeting. So to clarify some points, to do presentations of So the way of the work changed for me. Yeah. And it was, it was in gear design that I saw the first computer that you could draw in the computer. What year was that? Yes, it was around, it was in the end of the 90s. In the end of the, the beginning of the night. Not that long ago, when you think of the scope of the automobile yeah, yeah, and how yeah. long it's been around. So things are so different now, the way we can interconnect with people and design things. Quite fascinating. <laughs> Today I was scared because I tried one of these uh, artificial intelligence things here in my laptop. I said, well, the, the things follow change. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's interesting when you start evolving AI in all of this as well. Yes, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's a different world. Sometimes it's a little bit hard to keep up. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about 
you and your passion for cars, because aside from being an illustrator, a fine artist, a designer, a musician, you obviously have a passion for automobiles. And I'm wondering if there is a a specific car in your past. Now, this could be a car that you worked on. It could be a car you owned, whatever it might be. But one car that stands out for you, at least least today. Yeah, there is there is a car that it was very important in my career because it's called Fox, Volkswagen Fox. Yes. This car is only produced here in Brazil. Uh, we did another Fox. There was a small car that we export to USA. Yep. Long, long years ago. But not so long years ago, we developed a car called Fox. And this was a big challenge for me, and it's a very special car for me, okay? Because this car was not in the cycle plan. And we were thinking how to change the goal. The the goal is the most important car in South America. And we had produced the goal, we did the first generation, second generation. I, I was thinking how to do something new, but still in the size of the goal, a very compact car. So. And we did it underground in this time. And then we showed to, at that time we had a, a fantastic directory in Volkswagen to Brazil. This was Dr. Demel, and my chef direct, chef vice president, it was Mr. Hirtheiter, two German guys. And they love cars also. And they were fantastic. I learned a lot with this. And uh, so I asked one day uh, my chef, and I showed to him this idea. That was to change the age point of the car. I mean, you sit more high inside of the car, so you have a higher roof. It will will be like a small van, but really small, a capsule. And uh, so he bought history and we went, I I called some guys from Germany, they agreed with the project, we bring the project to Germany. There was a big war there because this car, there is no money for that. There is nothing, nothing, nothing. But I had one boss in Germany, a design boss, and he said, no, this is a good idea. We are going to do this car. And uh, yeah, finally we did the car. So, and we sell two millions of this. Now, were, the, were these cars the Foxes from the 80s? Yeah, it starts on the, uh, no, it starts on 90. Okay, because I, I think when I think of the Fox, I think of the, the Fox from the late 80s and even yes. 1990 that looked very much like the Volkswagen Golf or the Jetta. Yeah. Very much yes, the yes. same look and feel. Even the front ends look like the first generation Scirocco a bit. Exactly. Jajario design car. This is the first Fox that I mentioned. And this, uh, the history of my history with this car, when I arrived there in Volkswagen, the car was ready, but uh, one of the, the, the vice president, the engineer, he, he likes me because I did some things. And then if we have time, we can talk about this. And I pay and I ask for attention from this guy. And this guy gave me a chance to go to, to the USA. It was my first international uh, trip. I went to USA in Arizona to do a clinic, a clinic test for the Fox, this car that you are mentioning. So we can we compare with another seven cars, 500 people. 
So it was very, very, very interesting. It was my first, my first international trip. I, I will never forget. <laughs> and uh, when I came, when I came back to Brazil, uh, I said, "Oh, I would like very much to travel again." So from that point until the end of my career, I was a real jet set. <laughs> I, I win prizes from Lufthansa. Oh, because of all your miles. Yes. In 2017, in my birthday, I received a letter from the president of Lufthansa in Brazil. And he, he wrote to me, and a trophy. Oh, he wow. Wrote, yes. The trophy was very interesting. It was a acrylic transparent thing. And there inside, the cube, more or less, inside of the cube, there was the heart, aeroplane, and the moon. And the, in the letter, he said, Mr. Vega, I noted that today your birthday, and uh, I noted that your millage is uh, like, no, he said, a man walking would take the whole life walking to the moon. <laughs> I said, this was I did in one year, 350,000 kilometers. Wow. Flying. Wow. <laughs> That's something else. Yeah, because... Because after I lived in Germany several times, there, there was a moment in the end of my career when I was already director of this, that uh, I had two studios to direct, one in Brazil, one in Germany. Wow. We had models running, a lot of models running at the same time in both. Every project in one stage of the development. We were starting once, we are finishing. Also, for each model, for example, the Gold family was a hatchback, a, no, a hatchback, a notchback, or I mean, a very comp compact car, a sedan, a station wagon, and a pickup. So, four derivatives. Of the same car, yeah. At the same platform, same front end, for example, same doors, mainly because doors are very expensive to be done. And uh, we, see, we did seven generations. Seven generations, wow. and I work in of this generation, so it was really a lot of cars. Well, you were you were flying basically to the other side of the planet every time. So uh, there, yes. there, there you go. Oh my gosh, that's a lot of commuting. Uh, hard to fathom. <laughs> hard to fathom. Yes, yes. Yeah, that many cars. Yeah, I was the best commuter commuter in Brazil. Yeah, it sounds <clears throat> the, like or it. The, the higher. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Well, I, I like to ask my guests a unique question, kind of crawl into your head a little bit here. If you were manifest or reincarnated as a vehicle, what would you be and why? <laughs> I think there is no, at the end, there is no question. I will be a, a, a beetle. A, a beetle? Uh, yes, a beetle. Okay, yeah. and why is that? It was my first car. It was my first car. Oh. And uh, this car is so intelligent. So well done. At that time in Brazil, uh, I did a lot of surf in, in wild beaches. Mm -hmm. And there was only one car that could arrive these places. That was a beetle. The beetle. Yeah. No other car. Uh, my uncle, he was a chief of a farm and a cafe farm. And also, uh, when it rains in the interior of Sao Paulo, with the, the he, the only car to go there in the middle of the plantation was the Fusta. Nearly not electronic, only done, done by, to, to be absolutely a tractor. Which this, uh, 
a rear engine. Uh, the rear engine gives you a traction. Yes. Track, yeah, and you don't stop. <laughs> uh, I, I, we, we have still in Brazil, in the north of Brazil, we had some places, some beaches that you have to go only with 4x4 four four, or with the beetle. With the beetle. Yeah, you know, I, I, we had beetles in our family and I had a Carmen Ghia, And I remember when we would go skiing, those cars, uh, you could drive in a lot of snow without even putting chains on the cars yes, exactly. because of that. And you think about the Volkswagen Beetle. I mean, that thing was in production in Mexico up until, I think, 2003, something like that. Exactly. Long exactly. In Brazil, time. Yeah. In Brazil also. In Brazil too. We, okay. we produce much, much time. And there was a very political thing with the Beetle here in Brazil because we stopped the Beetles sometimes because it, it was not a secure car. Yeah. This was a, a point of honor in Volkswagen. Huh? They have to stop with this old stuff. But after some time, the government asked us to start production, <laughs> producing uh, the Beetle again. So we re reinvent the Beetle here in Brazil, and we sell, to, I think, more 10 years. Wow. Well, affordable. Incredible. It was Incredible. an affordable car. So, you know, a lot of people have them and you still see them around even the United States in a lot of uh, fanatics. Now, uh, and here's another game I like to play with guests. I like to be a bit of an enabler. If I could park any car in the world in your garage and let you have that car and take it for a drive and take somebody special with you, what would the ultimate drive look like for you? Yeah, so I, I would stay in the same line. I would stay what is, for me, one of the best cars in the world. Uh, as far as I worked in the Volkswagen Group, and uh, don't forget, Volkswagen Group, I will tell you the, some names. Bugatti, Bentley, Lamborghini, Porsche, Audi, Volkswagen, Seat, Skoda, Scania trucks, Volkswagen trucks, and Ducati. <laughs> yeah. So this was the Vol this was the Volkswagen Group. Yeah, pretty amazing, isn't and it? Amazing, amazing, and the, the history because of this is also, amazing. but it's too long. <laughs> anyway, if I could have a car in my garage, I would have a Porsche. Ah, okay, a man after my heart. Which Porsche would you have? Yeah, yeah, two nine hundred eleven. Of course, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, if I could have this, because in Brazil only the the taxes that you have to pay for a car like this is not more for me. Yes, expensive. Yeah, I understand. Absolutely, but but you know, Porsche has this philosophy to do the best car in the world. They have this philosophy very. They take this philosophy very seriously, at least. Until a certain moment, I don't know what happens now with this new generation of electrics. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of politics inside and so. On. But the conventional Porsche, uh, the, the Porsche, they 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 arise uh, the quality of these cars in all senses, not only move moving, but also material, security, and all this stuff. And uh, and I like because they still are a little bit conventional design. I don't like too much this design, too much, too, too much uh, lines, too much surfaces uh, fighting against the other. Porsche is always 
little lines, more surface, more sculpture. So this, that's it. Is there a certain era or year that you like? <sighs> this, this years of uh, the Volkswagen Group was a dream. Can you imagine a design representation of 12 marks together? <laughs> no, I can't. <laughs> yeah, we did it. We did it. Uh, Mr. Wittergott, Dr. Winterkorn, and Walter De Silva, that was the chief design of the concert, he asked for a place where we could do the design reviews together, mm -hmm. all the brains, oh. one time per month. Oh, wow. One, yeah, one time per month. Because Winterkorn likes to know everything about everything. Yeah. He asked you, what is the size of the paint that you do in the car? For example, he was absolutely technical. Mm -hmm. So he built a moving track or track in Spain, Barcelona, inside of the Seat company. There was a mountain there. He did a kind of volcano. He rebashed there for nobody see the cars. So only from, only from the sky you could see that. And we put together all months, every month, if you have a model in this, in this moment of the development, you have to bring the model there and present your car for everybody. Wow. Because there was a problem that uh, we had to keep the differentiation of the DNA of each brand. We, came, we could not start to mix things. Right, right. Uh, of course. Each brand should have his uh, position. By the way, it, it wasn't this. You had car cost 2 million euros, and you had cars with 20,000 euros. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You could not use the Bugatti headlamps in the Seat. Right. Or of course. It, right? This is the, the, the only thing. Wow. But it was so fantastic because it was a schema like uh, Formula One. Mm -hmm. This place arrived the trucks with all the models, and if we are changing the golf, uh, and did you like to see the proposals that we are doing? Volca Golf was very special. It's a car that they, they did six models to arrive at one, and you had to have the three proposals at least three proposals for the new car. The present car and the two main competitors. He likes he likes to see all these things running, not stop it. And they they, they choose Barcelona because of the light, okay. the Mediterranean light of the sun. Because in Volkswagen, that is a very north of Germany, the weather is terrible. Pretty the gray, yeah. <laughs> very gray. So we had a big uh, exterior. Patios to show the cars, yeah? to show the cars outside, the models yeah, outside. Nice. But you always had this this gray, gray thing over us. You need the light, uh, and you know, Walter de Silva was an Italian guy, and with this is very interesting Italian English that he has. Italian English is a, is a quite uh, fun. Uh, Mr. Vintecone, we need we need light, we need light. <laughs> yeah. And wow! Did the, yeah, and he did the things. He did. It was, it was unbelievable. Quite amazing. We Brazil, Brazil. If we do a model in Brazil, we had sent this model to Germany. Then in Hanover, they took the car, they put it in, in the in this in these trucks. Right? That 
air conditioning, uh, uh, air suspension. So to move this these models until Barcelona, and in the right day, or we start four days because uh, before Wintercorn to arrive. Four days before we start. because first of all we had to check the models. Next day there was the the chef of the brain. We, we present the model for the myself. I present my models to chef of the brain Volkswagen. Next day come Walter de Silva. There was the chef of the, the old all brands. So we show again the, the cars. Every presentation you have to change something at night because the boss didn't like this line yet to take out this material, blah, blah, blah. So yep. it was really a Formula, Formula One life. You wow. Know? It's, it's just incredible, incredible. Can't imagine all the work. Well, you've taken us on quite a journey here today, and I have to say, quite an amazing life you've had in the world of automobiles. Just absolutely fascinating. C- could you leave us, perhaps, with some parting words of inspiration or wisdom when it comes to the automotive world? Yes, yes. There is one very simple trick. You know, can you imagine? I, I didn't talk German, but I had to work there. I, I had a very bad English at that point, but I went to German and I did it. How can I get it? It was with, uh, I would say, this. I always show that I would like to learn. I like to learn. This was always my point. I am there to learn. And I, have, I am not, not shy to arrive to the guy and say, hey man, how you do that? It was like this in Germany. When I arrived in Germany, we did these uh, tape drawings. Tape drawings were a drawing mm-hmm. in the wall. Oh, uh, yes, yes. Done, done by tape. Tapes, yep. I, I never saw that thing. The first time I saw this was in Germany. And I asked them, how, how we do that? Can I, uh, can I look? Yes. And German guys, they like to teach you things. Mm-hmm. So this was my do. Always very friendly and always in the position of learn. But, 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 I always was, sometimes I was very mm, pragmatic. I have one uh, moment that, was, that changed my career, and this is what I suggest for everybody. We had to prepare a show car. So, uh, Saturday, we have to deliver the car in the end of the day. I arrived there at 7 o'clock in the morning in the prototype area, and I prepare all the tapes where we will paint all the side panels. It's a very complicated paint that we had to do there. So we prepare everything, we send the surface, and we were waiting the painter. The painter didn't arrive. It was really, I was two hours there waiting for the painter. In a certain, certain moment, I said, okay, I will paint myself. No? I said, it was, huh? My friend said, what, what, what are you doing? I can't paint this. I can't paint this. If you don't paint this, and the guy was an accident, this car will not be showing in the show. <laughs> so I did it. And I, I did it. And it was very dramatic, but I did it. It was very nice. We took all the tapes. The car was perfect. We delivered it. Then the, the painter arrives, and then he finished the job. I was home. <laughs> in the Monday, in the next Monday, my boss arrived to my table and said, the vice president, Dr. Schmidt, like to talk with you. <laughs> so he saw 
myself painting this. And uh, I was there in his room. Uh, it was a, a very tough German guy. And he asked me, Vega, Mr. Vega, you are a carpenter? No, I am not. Why you did it? We had to deliver the car at six o'clock. This car had to, after the paint, had to dry. So I had to do this. If not, we would not have the car. And it's, he said, congratulations. <laughs> I, I would like to have more people like you. Wow, very nice. And from this point, this man took me to Germany and he supported me in all I did in my life. He, he, he was the guy that changed my life. Wow. But I not had the courage, the courage to, to do it. Right. I was still, I will be still maybe a, a senior designer. <laughs> well, bravo to you for what you did. Wonderful, wonderful yeah, story. Yeah. Is there a way yeah. people can follow you? Do you have a website or Instagram page or LinkedIn where people can follow what you're doing? Uh, I have a... Uh, I have an Instagram. I think it's the best way. Okay. Uh, there are there are a lot of other things there, but uh, it's public, and uh, there are a lot of my paintings, what I am doing at the moment. But if you go deep down, you see a lot of parts of this history that I'm telling. It, the name Instagram is Vega Luis Alberto. Alberto. Uh, it's uh, quite difficult. Huh? Vega Luis Alberto. I'll put a link to that for you listeners, but it's uh, Viega, V-E-I-G-A-L-U-I-Z-A-L-B-E-R-T-O. Is that correct? Yep, there we go. I'll put a link to that so you can follow Luis and see all the wonderful things that he is doing. And I want to do a shout out, uh, thank you to a mutual friend, Dan uh, Palatnik. He's a past guest here who introduced me to Luis. So Dan, thank you very much for uh, introducing us. Luis, uh, thank you for sharing uh, just a little bit, really, when you think about the scope of your life in the automotive world with me and with our listeners today. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I hope to see you down the road. Okay. I, I, I am here, Mark. If you like to listen more from these histories, I have a lot. <laughs> I would imagine okay. you've got many, many stories. So maybe another, uh, another long walk on the beautiful beach down there south of Sao Paulo. Sounds like a wonderful way to yeah. spend a Come day. To us. There you Come go. To us. Awesome. Thank okay. you so much for spending time with me today. Thank you very much. Thank You're you. welcome. Cars yeah! has teamed up with TechForce Foundation, one of our charities of choice, to help young people who love cars, problem solving, and working with their hands pursue careers as professional technicians. From auto, collision, and restoration techs to motorcycle boats, race cars, and aviation, TechForce covers the gamut of technician opportunities. Technical education and the skills trades matter, and we need qualified skilled technicians to keep our vehicles rolling. Learn how you can help to power the technical workforce at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.